Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho. Are we supposed to sing the song? Christmas. Oh time yeah. Is here. Come on, but I you have listen. to do it. You have to do it like Christine, as high pitched as possible. Just Christmas you. Time is here. <laughs> Good job, Allison. <laughs> I almost called you Christine. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> uh, happy Happy holidays to everybody. As you can see, we're trying to be festive. If you're watching our YouTube channel, I'm covered in lights. Allison has a Santa hat. Uh, we, in case you didn't recognize from that back and forth uh christine's still not here we uh we got i think maybe a little bit left without her around she's having a a merry time with her little babe and she's gonna be right back she still has a baby if you can imagine that (laughs) it's still here uh so allison is taking over the listeners episode another time because everyone was so sweet in the comments last month and it's not at all because i specifically asked for that multiple times uh, if you'd like to do it again this time, by all means, go for it. Uh, but yeah, Merry Christmas. We are recording this early. It hasn't even hit holiday time yet. And happy holidays. Happy holidays, obviously. Obviously. I'm so sorry. Um, and holidays haven't happened yet. Where Where are you going for Christmas slash holidays in general, Allison? Mm. I'm going to visit my family. And I'm going to go stay with my sister and see my parents, and that is in South Carolina, so it may not be any colder than Los Angeles. I was going to ask you, for the people, where you're from, and I was like, I will look so obvious like I'm interviewing you, so I'm glad you <laughs> filled in for me. Is it that you forgot and you just needed an excuse to ask me? <laughs> no, I was trying to get the people on your side that are, I guess, in South Carolina. And for Thanksgiving, because that hasn't even happened yet. For Thanksgiving, I'm spending four lovely days alone. At home? Uh, no. Oh. No, no. Okay. She's I'm a very good much looking forward to it. Yeah. And I'm going to be gone. So Allison's very excited. Maybe the place will stay clean for four days. By the way, the mess that we talked about last month is still here. I'm just... It moved a little bit, but it's... To the left, not like became yeah. less. <laughs> um, okay. Well, then I guess actually when this comes out, it'll be closer to Thanksgiving than Christmas. So what are you going to eat for Thanksgiving since you'll be by yourself? I don't know. I was thinking about ordering maybe some Indian food. Nice. Yeah. What are you going to eat? Aww, sorry. I, sorry. You know. <laughs> this goes two ways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. Well, I since last year, because of COVID, I couldn't go. So it's now been, uh, 
I can't say it's fully an annual tradition anymore, but ever since I've lived on the West Coast, I go to Seattle to see my aunt. So very excited. And my cousin just had a baby. So now there's just babies everywhere I go, it seems. And I'm going to eat a lot of mac and cheese. You know, I didn't ask you because all year round you talk about what you eat at Thanksgiving. It's my favorite time of <laughs> Someone did it. I did a Q&A on Instagram two nights ago and someone said, what's your favorite meal of the, like that you ever eat? And it's always my aunt's Thanksgiving. So, uh, and Allison's never come, but it's just never played out that way. Even though Allison is, is literally going to be alone and in theory could come. We're still, that's still no, not. It is not cheap to fly it's not cheap. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, and then for Christmas, I will probably be home. Oh, at some point, December 17th, <laughs> Allison and I are going to find each other somewhere in the United States. Uh, and pop quiz for those who know what's happening on December 17th. If you know, you know. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Spider-Man. So I don't know where either of us will be, but it will be somewhere together. It'll be in a movie theater. And then the next morning, I will even go wherever my family is or wherever mm-hmm. Christy, yeah, Allison's. Jeez, why do I keep calling you Christy? It's really, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I'm not happy either. I feel icky. <laughs> Look, I hold the microphone. I go into Christine world. I take the microphone down. I'm in Allison world. Uh, tell people what we're drinking. Ooh, Allison. Yes. I made some festive cocktails. So I have, it's, uh, it's been sitting for a few minutes, but I have a lovely... Uh, spiked hot chocolate with peppermint schnapps. With a, a wilted whipped cream, but that means it's already incorporated itself into the mm-hmm. yumminess. Mm-hmm. So, And then I don't know what I have because I told Allison to surprise me with a Christmas mocktail and already visually nailed it because it is red with a green straw. I don't know what's That's in this about though. about as, as good as I could do. <laughs> <laughs> On a pinch too because I said it five minutes before we recorded. Yep. What uh, is this that I'm going to Do you want to try it first? It's going to be poison. It's because I keep calling you Christine. I'll try it. How many days left do I have to live? (laughs) Mm, It's a matter of hours. (laughs) It tastes... Is it the blood orange stuff that's in the the fridge? What is it? It's it's a cherry lemon soda thing. Okay. I put a maraschino cherry in there for you somewhere. Really avoiding the word arsenic. That's nice. It tastes good, Allison. Thank you. What? <laughs> if either of this is closer to poison, it's probably mine. It has alcohol in it. I guess so, yeah. The taste, it and doesn't I taste like cherry. I handed it, so, <laughs> you know. It's a probably a heavy pour. <laughs> I don't know. We're uh, find out. This tastes good, but it does not taste like cherries or lemon. I don't know what to tell you. I'm saying, hey, it tastes like Christmas, so that was kind of the whole point. Um, because it's Christmas, we also have some decor that you can't see. If you're not watching YouTube, we dressed ourselves in garland and tinsel and whatever we could find in five minutes. And the lights are red and green. And I, we have a little Yule log, a little, a little light-up fire, nightlight thing. And uh, also to be most representative. Importantly. Most importantly, to be representative. Uh, we have one of my five bench benches on benches because... Everyone, thank you so much. But if you're wondering if I have a mensch on a bench, five of you have individually sent me these. I would love to have all menches on benches uh, held up all at once. So we've just got like a line of good men. I don't have that many hands, though. It would have been awkward. So I just pulled one out and uh, that we were representative of, you know. Your own culture. My own culture. As I'm <laughs> covered in garland and Christmas lights. Okay. Um, and then finally, because it's Christmas, I wanted to make sure we had a present involved from 
I just ha- are you giving me a present? I'm giving yes. So this is a stocking uh, for those who can't see. Um, I have a so- actually this is courtesy of Eva because last Christmas during COVID, Eva and I were home alone for Christmas and we spent Christmas together, and she gave me a stocking with uh, xenon on it, a little alien. So in here I have a. It's like those little dolls. I've got even smaller stockings in there, so we both have a present. <laughs> oh. All right. One says A. What could the other say? E. All right. Wow. All right. Allison, open up your present. It feels like it might have just been something you pulled out of the pantry at the last minute. Okay. Well. <laughs> Very fucking Christmas. Okay. Hope you enjoy it. It is something I pulled out yep. of the pantry. <laughs> it's a packet of sugar. What's that it say? says, you dropped your name tag. Yeah. I've never said that before, have I, Allison? <laughs> it's my go-to pickup line with Allison and others. Anyone who's around, if there's a it's, sugar packet. Yeah. I, it doesn't make me feel special at all. <laughs> That's kind of become the joke now, though, of like, it's just a universal thing I'm going to say if there's a sugar packet. And in case you had that to say, I have another one for you. Because I had a hunch Allison was going to complain about it publicly. No, I just wanted there to be another holder. Aww. Oh. Wow. <laughs> it's another one that says you are the sweetest. Can you tell that we're past the honeymoon phase where everything that I do is be just... for anybody. Who knows what you write on your sugar packets in restaurants? <laughs> I don't write on them. I don't have the pen. I just hand them to people. Anyway, I wanted you to have a gift. Did you feel good about yourself Great. at all? <laughs> Thank you. You're so sweet. Let's get into murder. Maybe that'll sugar. feel. Yeah. Okay, Allison. Your turn. You can read. I'm going to make you read it with the small print too with your old lady eyes. This hot chocolate is really good. <laughs> it's really good. Get in the holiday spirit and read about people's crimes. Make it bigger. <laughs> no. My you don't eyes. deserve it after the lack of appreciation <laughs> for the thing I do all the time with the sugar. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm moving things. I'm not supposed to move. That's okay. All right. It's been a while since I've done this. Okay. The subject line is spooky. Thanksgiving doesn't have the same ring to it. Oh, okay. The O is all capital and not capital. And side note, Eva did tell us that the theme this this uh, holiday season is snow. <laughs> because I guess um, Eva looked for Christmas and... Uh, holiday any holiday stories and couldn't find a lot so uh in the search bar typed in snow implying that it would be holiday stories and that's what our theme is so (laughs) it's all about keywords so if you're looking for a scavenger hunt in this episode please try to find the word snow in each story and maybe it'll be be a fun game for us too yeah this is from samantha who goes by she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns Hello all, I have a holiday ghost story for you to hear. When I was younger, my family liked to travel for Thanksgiving with my aunt and her children. This one year in particular was truly something. A friend of a friend purchased a very large old home in the middle of nowhere, New Hampshire. We were told that the house used to be an old bed and breakfast. They were early in the process of updating and fixing things, but offered to let us stay there free of charge and we took them up on their offer. Sounds like a good deal. The house is old and wonderful and terrifying. Ooh, sounds like a great deal. My favorite kind of house. (laughs) Being the curious children we all were, we wanted to explore everything. We opened all the closets and any drawers we could find. 
My brother found a cup filled with uncooked rice all stuck together in the drawer of an end table. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) The adults explained it as being there for wicking away any moisture from the furniture. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) See, I was thinking more like... adults. We were like, what does that mean? I was thinking more like someone was sleepwalking and just threw rice in a cupboard or something. Oh, to me, it was like someone had like a lunch... That they were making and was like, eh. and it spilled. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, be- well, be- between the two of us, Allison is, is I guess the crumb uncooked. lady of the, of the family. <laughs> so I understand why your mind went there. Yeah, I think I probably spilled like three and a half cups worth of hot chocolate ingredients today. Did you really? Two <laughs> times yesterday. Two different times yesterday, Allison had snacks and I found just, just buckets of crumbs later and wherever she had been sitting. Because <laughs> I'm enthusiastic about them. That's the truth. All right, so the rice was in the drawer. We put the cup back in and thought nothing more of it as we continued exploring for more treasures. Later that night, we experienced true and total darkness for the first time. The kind of darkness where you can't even see the front of your face. (laughs) The front? The front of your face. Oh, in front of your face. Yeah. You got oh, it. It's okay. This is how chocolate's kicking in. All right. I I missed, I missed I a piece it. of this. I got it. Yeah, I got there. I've had I, one sip. The kind of darkness where you can't even see the hand in front of your face. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can never see the front of your face. Whoa. Unless you're looking in a mirror. That's kind of mind-blowing, though. You'll never really know what you look like. <laughs> that is a true horror. So you I'm are sorry. on the nose in two ways. Um, we all went to sleep sharing beds as the level of darkness was a bit terrifying. My brother and I shared with our mom and my aunt with all her children. The next morning, my brother and I were playing around in bed over my mother's sleeping body in the middle. She switched sides with my brother to try and get a little more sleep. As she put her hand under my brother's pillow, she hit something and knocked it off the bed. Confused, she looked down on the ground and there was a small handful of spilled rice. Oh, no. My mother searches any unfamiliar bed before sleeping in it for bugs, so it definitely wasn't there the night before. We went downstairs, and the rice in the cup was no longer rock hard. <gasps> the grains moved freely, and there was even some missing. Maybe the ghost thought my brother was hungry? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's a weird, it's a weird thing to haunt. <laughs> if rice. you're a ghost, you're like, my cup of rice, that's I mean, what's going to be active. If you don't have a lot of stuff in the drawers, you don't have a lot to work with, you know? Yeah, it's weird that they're the children being around. Maybe it's like representative of its heart, where now it's softened because it used to be really hard. No, maybe. <laughs> I'm trying to make this <laughs> pleasant so they can sleep at night. Wow, you really turned this into like a heartwarming holiday story. And just like that, the ghost's rice <laughs> fell apart right into your hands, and like passed putty. On to the other side. <laughs> so to wrap up. We went back once or twice more, and I wish I had the space to tell you every other creepy, wonderful little thing about this place. Well, Samantha, you're going <laughs> to have to tell us. All you told me about was rice. <laughs> That's the side dish. Tell us more. I've, I'd be creeped out. I'd be creeped out, too. I think I'd be, like, I don't know. I'm one of those people, like, I don't believe it until I see it. So I'm like, if I had checked the bed and I was like, there's no rice in, under the pillow, I would have noticed that. That mm-hmm. would really freak me out. Allison is... Although with kids, you never know. I mean, I know she's saying that she didn't do it, but... I don't See, know. I feel like kids Allison... do things. Kids are like, hey, you know, it'd be funny if we put some rice under the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd right? be hilarious. <laughs> Maybe as a kid, that would be funny. I don't know. I, uh... Hmm. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be freaked out. I don't know why I'd be freaked out, though. 
More, I think at first I'd be freaked out that there was like old food in the bed that I misplaced or I didn't notice <laughs> at first, you know. Also, yeah, Allison. Like my crumbs. Yeah. And also, I wanted to ask about this drink now that my face has gotten closer to it. You put the ice cubes in it that I don't like. Yes, I did. <laughs> I can tell because they have a smell to them. They freak me out. Ooh. Now it just smells like ice cubes, but not good ice cubes. They're just ice. No, they're not. Those are your ice cubes. What I can you not smell that? It smells gross. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm gonna drink it anyway because I appreciate all your hard effort. But just know I'm gonna taste the ice cube with my mind every time I drink it. Shopping for humans is hard, but shopping for your dog is easy thanks to Bark. Every month they deliver toys and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be spoiled. At Bark, they send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's their fun plush toys from BarkBox or their ultra-tough toys from Super Chewer, they give your dog exactly what they want. And for a limited time, they'll double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com drink. That's right, you can sign up now at BarkBox.com drink for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Here is the title. I may have sat on a serial killer's lap. May is, uh, hmm. I think most of us could say I may have sat on a serial killer's lap. It kind of leads to the question of like, how how many of us have actually walked by a serial killer and not oh. known it? <laughs> it probably doesn't lead say, to that. At least in the question of how many of us have sat on someone else's lap. Oh, that probably makes more sense. No. But, like, who is, like, what's, what are the chances, really? How many murderers out there in the world? People who, like, like serial killer, intentional murderers. What are the chances that you've walked by one? Probably high. Right? I don't know. We'd have to find out, like, what percentage of the population are serial killers. I saw a, I mean, it's not, I don't know if it's a very credible source, but, like, one of those Uncle John's bathroom books. They always have fun facts on at the bottom of every page. Mm-hmm. One of them uh, said that you walk past six murderers in your life. A murderer, I would believe. But yeah, but murderers, so there's, it's not, that's not a serial killer, you know? It's just your average Joe. Well, murderer. like someone could have, it could even be like people who have done manslaughter or something. Like, but apparently six. So I wonder how many people have, if everyone walks past six of them, how many people have walked past every time it was a serial killer? Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. The probability is just <laughs> sky high. <laughs> um, I think we'd have to do a little bit more math and find out how, like, what 
percentage of murderers are serial killers. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It feels like an easier answer to get. I'm sure one simple Google could get us there, but we're not going to do it. It's it's also, it feels kind of vague and or unbelievable, like the everyone eats 13 spiders in their lifetime when they're sleeping. I heard that that was debunked, which I'm going to choose to believe. (laughs) Which we're both going to pray to believe. Like, it has to be true (laughs) because I don't want to know what's going on. All I'm going to say is I've never found a spider in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Because you ate it. That's why. (laughs) Okay. I may have sat on a serial killer's lap. This is from Kaylin, who uses she, they pronouns. Love a good double pronoun. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Kaylin says, hello, M. Christine Fur Babies and Real Baby and everyone else helping out with the show. Hello. You're involved. Yeah. I have some paranormal stories, nothing crazy, and never had a true crime story until yesterday. I love it when they're fresh. It's so topical. I feel like last time we also got one where they were like, I literally just wrote this down. We did. I listen to podcasts at work, typically yours or crime junkie slash morbid, and had gotten to an episode covering the serial killer John Edward Robinson. I never heard of him and knew nothing when I started playing it. I thought it was cool when they mentioned he was in Kansas in his later years and then froze when they mentioned one of his victims had attended my high school. Olathe. Olathe North. Okay. This was in the 80s and I was born in 1996, so nowhere near my time there, but I still thought it was nuts that I never heard of this. Then they mentioned another later victim who had enrolled in my current college, Johnson County Community College. I I like to think they call it JCCC, you know? Johnson County Community College. I That's a like mouthful. They, they probably call it like, like John Con Community. Oh, oh, John, John Con Com. John Con Com Call. They probably That's don't. Still too, still too <laughs> they probably many don't call it that. <laughs> Who enrolled in my current college and grocery store streets and other locations that I live within five minutes of? All of this was nuts. And then they mentioned something that made me go cold. John Edward Robinson used to like to play Santa Claus and was a Sunday school teacher. Insert thanks, priests, comment here. I didn't belong to his church. I'm pagan. Oh my gosh, double pronouns and a little witchy. I love it. Um, But when I asked around, I realized we had been there in other events when I was very small, typically around the holidays. My grandma loved getting pictures of us with Santa. So I have a ton of me with different Santas. And there's one in particular that I never cared for. And the way the Santa was looking at me made me uncomfortable. (gasps) It also freaks me out that maybe it wasn't the serial killer. And now there's just two Santas you have to be worried of. I'm suspicious of all Santas. You gotta be. I'm not certain where this photo was taken, but when you look at pictures of his eyes and the pictures of John's eyes, they look a lot alike. I can never be certain that I sat on this awful, terrible man's lap, but I have a strange feeling that three-year-old me may have looked pure evil in the face and told it what I wanted for Christmas. I have to know what you wanted for Christmas. Life. Wanted to survive. (laughs) Also, um, that's such a, like, oh, it's 530. It's just changed. Hang on. Everyone, um, uh, cover your robot's ears. Now we're festive again, folks. Okay. (laughs) That was a close call. Everyone's, uh, are going like, I don't know Allison's lamp, you know? (laughs) But would you like to know the weather outside? (laughs) I can also do these 10 unnecessary tasks. Just go to the skills. (laughs) All the bullshit. 
Ugh, the worst thing, I'm sure everyone else deals with this too, but there's nothing I hate more than just being curious about the weather. And all of a sudden I've got like three paragraphs of this woman <laughs> I have to listen to. It's really infuriating for no reason <laughs> at all. like, girl, shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, no, I, what I was trying to say is that... Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry. I've never seen fear in Allison's eyes quite like when the lights were set to turn white at 530 <laughs> That really got you. You're. I. I want to play this back later. Look at your eyes because you did feel. You looked a little startled. I was. I, gonna I don't s- think I'm ever in here at five thirty. Oh, it's supposed to be so when you're when you were done with work, they would like turn on for you. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I'm nice. So yeah. there, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> uh, I. What I was gonna say, Caitlin, is that the last sentence of this is just like artiste. Uh, let's read it again, just for others. I have a strange feeling that three-year-old me may have looked pure evil in the face and told it what I wanted for Christmas. That's like if you have that as the first sentence of a book, that's what an English teacher calls the hook. You know? That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. It sounds like one of those like scary movies that's also about Christmas. Yeah, it, truly. Anyway, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I am going to zoom in on this because... Your sweet little eyes. <laughs> Just withering away right before us. Oh, there you go. <laughs> God, it's like... It's ev- huge now. That's it's like all you can see is one letter on the screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. This will work. Okay. Oh. Sorry, it's not the taste of the drink. It's the ice cubes. They're funky, girl. They're... Hold your nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're normal ice cubes. They're not. I The fact that I could smell the difference. Okay, okay they let's... come out of a silicone ice thing. They're funky fresh. I'm sure they're fine. This one says how a ghost saved my aunt's life. I'm very intrigued. Okay. That's okay. A, that is indeed the subject line. Okay. And this is from Jackie, whose pronouns we do not know. Jackie, 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 oh, Jackie. All right. Hey, guys, this story isn't mine, but it's one I've heard a million times growing up. And a couple of years ago, I found out it had a much creepier ending. Ooh. It's kind of a long one. Sorry. Okay. So my aunt Deirdre. Ah! (laughs) Shout out to Deirdre. My aunt Deirdre was in college in South Carolina. Shout out to me. Wow. It was Thanksgiving break, so all of her roommates were home for the break. This meant that my aunt was all alone in her dorm. She stayed there because our family lives on Long Island, and the trip was too far for her to make it for just a few days. She woke up in the middle of the night and was completely frozen in her bed. She was unable to move or talk. Ooh. That's when she saw her oldest sister, my Aunt Sharon, at the end of her bed. <clears throat> That's honestly, though, the best case scenario. Is that just your sister at the foot of Not your bed? like a shadow man or like a scary thing? Yeah. it's. I would imagine it's less creepy for you if you woke up to your sister at your bed. Yeah. That If your sister's in your home <laughs> when you went to bed. <laughs> I mean, even if she wasn't, it would still be less creepy. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, like, what are you doing here? What's happening? What? I mean, or just be like, oh, it's my sister. Like, assuming you have a good relationship with your sister. Right. Even if it wasn't her, like, in person. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. Different wavelength. (laughs) Did you hear the pause? Because that was a weird pause. Okay. (sighs) So she saw her oldest sister, my Aunt Sharon, at the end of her bed. My Aunt Sharon passed away in her early 20s from leukemia the year before. Oh, okay. Okay. Naturally, she was freaked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now it tracks. 
Once she was able to move, she called my grandfather hysterically crying, and my grandfather told her to go spend the night at one of her friends, so she grabbed some of her stuff and left. This is where the story always ended when I was a kid. Hmm. While it's still a pretty spooky story, it gets even weirder. A couple of years ago, my grandfather was telling the story, but this time he got choked up at the end of it. I was so confused because he had told me the story a million times. Why would he get all upset about it now? Well, as it turns out, the next morning, a girl was found murdered and dumped in the pond by my aunt's dorm room. (gasps) She had apparently died from a blow to the head and strangulation. Oh, my God. I Googled the story, and the timeline matches up with my aunt's slash grandpa's story perfectly. Wow. So that's the story of how my dead aunt saved my other aunt's life. (laughs) That's such a good perspective. Yeah, that's a very lovely way to look at that. (laughs) Thanks for reading it. You guys are the best. Wow. I like to think if I became a ghost, I would become some sort of hero and like I would try to help whoever I could. Then again, I mean, obviously not everyone was safe at the end of that story, but I'd like to think that like... I'd like to think if I ran into a ghost, it would it would be someone who was like warning me of something like that. You think you really think that's what you would do as a ghost? Well, among I think other you would just things, play pranks on people. Um, among other, th- when it got serious, I would know when to like stop the funny business. I think. I guess like it depends on what you know as a ghost. Like, what information are you privy to? And also, why are some ghosts? Why do some of them seem to be privy and not others? Or you maybe know? some of them just choose to play pranks yeah huh i don't know uh i'd like to think i'd be helpful but you're right i would also probably prioritize um more unnecessary things what would you do as a ghost that's a good question i guess it depends on like how i died like if i were a ghost you ghosts supposedly have like unfinished business right sure yeah so i mean revenge Oh, okay. Got it. Well, I'll do my best to not be on the receiving end of the revenge. I don't know. Depends on how I died. I I like to think I would just be like sort of, you know, kicking back and... Max and relaxing. Enjoying being a ghost. I don't know. drinking gin every day. Just hanging out. if I could have one of these hot chocolates every day as a ghost and that's the only thing I did... I'd be okay with that. <laughs> For eternity. I think by the end, you'd be pretty sick of your hot chocolate. You know what I'd do if I died before you? Uh, no. No. You would... What would you do? You'd be dead. What would I do? Cry for eternity. What would you do? Okay. So here's exactly what I would do. <sighs> <laughs> I don't like In it already. to you specifically. <laughs> okay. All right. So I would do like ghosty things, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, things that, like, could very easily be explained as non-ghosty things. Like what? Rice in the bed or something? (laughs) What? Yeah. Or, like, I'd, like, make the power go up and then, oh, it's just a fuse that blew. And I'd be, like, making you guess. Like, That's so un... That's the most... I'm sorry. That's the most fucking skeptical Ravenclaw bullshit I've ever heard of. I just want to keep you guessing. You're like, oh, I have the ability to prove the ghost exists, but I'm just going to make you more and more unsure (laughs) every day. That's so mean. I know 100% that is how you'll handle things. So like, like if you, I mean, I would be drinking my hot chocolate going, guys, watch this. (laughs) 
Honestly, now I know if you go first, every time I'm inconvenienced, I'll be like, well, <laughs> that was a classic Allison movement, and right? And you'll think of me. There'll just be a trail of crumbs everywhere. That's how I'll really know you're around. Mm, that's not on purpose, though. <laughs> um, okay, this one is called My Mom's Haunted Disney Snow Globes. Ooh. There's I like the snow. This is going. That's the word, snow in there. Snow oh, globes. Oh, yeah. Wait, where was snow in the last one? I don't know. Oh, it was Thanksgiving. It was a Thanksgiving story. I don't know. Well, we found the snow in this one. And this is from Ash, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. Love a good um, Disney snow globe story, um, especially when it's haunted. Greetings, and that's why we drink crew. I have been binge listening to your show from episode one, and as a lover of all things spooky, I absolutely adore your podcast. Thank you for keeping me company when I've been lonely. I've wanted to send you a story from my childhood for some time, but haven't gotten around to do it. That is until I hung out with my mom recently and she told me something that is still creeping me out. My mom has always been obsessed with Disney. We were allowed to watch Disney films and spent many family vacations at Disney World in Orlando. Ooh, fun. Very fun. Where was your go-to amusement park? What's in South Carolina? Like a Six Flags? What's there? Oh, I think there's a Six Flags in Georgia. There is one in Georgia. Did you not go to amusement parks? I mean, we did, but... There wasn't anything close enough to make it like a convenient day trip. What was your, what's the one you've gone to the most as a child? Do you remember amusement parks? Bush like, Gardens. That's a good one. I like Bush Gardens. It's a good one. Solid. That was my um, amusement park in college. Aww. Uh What if your butt sat in the same seat that my butt sat in? Oh my God. Wow. That is so romantic. Ah! Okay. My mom has been obsessed with Disney. We were allowed to watch. We went to Disney World in Orlando. My favorite movie was Fantasia when I was little, and my mom used to play it to help me go to sleep, which is why I'm probably so fucked up. Fantasia <laughs> scared me. I never finished it. To this day, I've never finished Fantasia. I couldn't get through it. There's something about, like, the mop. You know the mops? <laughs> I know the mop. That's oh the God, one. That's where I turn it's it. I go, and we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> um... <clears throat> And I'm probably so fucked up. Yeah. I remember my mom being really into collecting Disney snow globes for some reason. And every trip to Disney, she just had to buy one. And she used to get the Disney catalog in the pre-internet days and would order them for herself as gifts. I love your mom's... There's so many things about that that are just so fun. I love your mom's... um, uh, What is it? I, I don't know. Tenacity and her self-care program that she set up for herself of like there's going to be a snow globe all every time there's a catalog there will be a snow globe by the end of this experience i appreciate that i like that she takes care of herself and treats herself with gifts she knows what she likes and she's not afraid to go for it i'm telling you it uh, getting yourself gifts is one of the nicest things you can possibly do for yourself uh allison has seen many an edible arrangement come to the door from past me which is what the card says <laughs> says from past m i'm proud of you future m and Every time. I'm so excited. So it's true. I, I like that the snow globes were your mom's edible arrangement. And also, if you are in a place where you've been wondering if you need to get yourself something and you have something in your Amazon cart and you're like, oh, I really should. I just need. Eventually, for a special occasion, I'm going to get that for myself. We are giving you holiday permission that you should just treat yourself and buy that thing. This is your sign if you were looking for one. Okay. I... Every trip to Disney, she had to buy one. She'd get it from the catalog. And to give her some credit, they are pretty sick. Most of them light up and they have little figures that go around on a track and they all play little tunes when wound up. 
She has a Nightmare Before Christmas one that used to be my favorite. That is until she told me about this story. I can't wait. But before I tell you that tale, oh, I, <laughs> I must share with you another. After my parents split up, uh, what up, Divorced Kids Club? Hello. Uh, we had... Allison, you're not welcome. <laughs> we, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we had to move out of my childhood home, and my mom found us a house to rent right by my brand new high school in our county. This house, however, was a very old farmhouse on a pecan farm that was built in 1893 and had recently been used as a local art studio. We moved in when I was about 14, and the place seemed super cool at first. There was an old barn and a huge field that my brother and I would play in and pick wild blackberries. Oh, fun. <laughs> very stereotypical beginning of a horror movie vibe. Yes. <laughs> I have always been kind of an empath and get good or bad vibes from people in places. And this place at first never felt negative, but I always felt like something was there. In the center of the house is the dining room that had doorways on every wall. It's a lot of doors for one room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this. We do it's at least four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many walls does this place Jeez, have? Jeez Louise. One led to the kitchen. One led to the living room. One led to the foyer and one... And the last one was the door to my mom's bedroom. I'm imagining it as like a game, like a clue game board, you know, where it's like there's like one room that like you have a whole mm. bunch of different access points to. Yeah. So the, the you know, the <clears throat> murderers have a whole number of ways to get in. At least four. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, one day. Oh, I'm in the wrong spot. Blah, 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 blah. You wouldn't be if you just zoom in on the text. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, in the dining room was a huge shelf that housed all my mom's prized snow globes. I was actually thinking, like, I wonder if she has, like, a, a mantle a cabinet. display. Yeah, a display yeah. of sorts. I, well deserved, especially if they're Disney Fog Clubs. You know those aren't cheap snow globes. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no. those, they sound quality. Not your mama's knickknacks. Those are, like... They literally are okay. your mama's knickknacks. <laughs> okay. But they're, they're the mom's brecker bracker. There's a difference. <laughs> Uh, one day my brother and I, while home alone, were playing pretend in the dining room. And I think we were playing Harry Potter or something, wearing our family Afghans as wizard robes when the door to our mom's room slammed shut. It slammed so hard that the pictures and snow globe shrine shook on the wall. <laughs> Mama's mad. <laughs> not Harry Potter. Not that magic at my house. My brother and I quickly just stared at the door in horror and without saying anything to each other, just went into the living room and started watching cartoons. Fair enough. That is also how I handle my problem. (laughs) Paranormal or not. We never spoke of this incident until we were both adults because it freaked us out so much and I felt really weird any time I had to go through the dining room. One night I had to get a drink of water and, and you had to pass through the dining room to get to the kitchen from my bedroom. As I walked through, I saw a tall shadow figure standing in one of the corners and could feel him staring at me. See ya. Absolutely not. I'd never go back in that room. This figure was disturbing in that he was unnaturally tall and almost reached the ceiling. I don't remember if I screamed or not, but I ran back into my room and didn't sleep that night. A few years later, I had a friend staying the night with me, and while we were up late being silly as teenagers, we both heard a distinct whistling sound coming from the right outside of my bedroom window. Ooh, like a person? Or like, I I assume not like the wind. (laughs) I don't know. A distinct whistling sound. Whatever it is, I hate it. We both knew this was not the wind because it whistled a vaguely recognizable tune. (gasps) That still creeps me out. I wonder if it's one of the tunes from the snow globes. (gasps) <gasps> um ash if you're listening <laughs> uh 
go wind those puppies up and see which one sounded the most like that awful sound. Eventually, I moved out to go to college, and my mom got a new job that required her to move out of that haunted farmhouse. She, of course, took her snow globes with her, and last night I went over to visit her and my grandmother when we started talking about the old farmhouse. First of all, she confirmed that she, too, had seen the Shadow Man multiple times. Um, multiple, multiple times. Multiple? And, uh, and didn't say a damn thing. And just continued living there? Right. Yeah. Not me. Couldn't be me. She's Allison, like, where else could I find a dining room that has four doors in it? The second that I see a shadow figure in any home we live in, we don't live there anymore. Just so we're clear. Just be ready to, at all times, we're, we're out of there. <laughs> I'd be like, um, that was RJ. <laughs> He's like, He's too <laughs> tall. just RJ walking by in the dark. Uh, she, But she didn't want to freak us out, so she didn't say anything when we lived there. She also said she had seen her bedroom door shut on its own many times and, again, just didn't say anything to us about it so we wouldn't get scared. So then she starts telling me about what was happening in her new house that she currently lives in. Her snow globes have recently started turning on by themselves. Mm -hmm. She will be working in her office and will hear the little tune of one of the snow globes playing on its own. That's so creepy. Especially because if it's playing by its... It's not like it was a, a long crank, and now it's like playing really solid music. It's like that weird faint, like it's just going noise by noise. Yeah, you know? and even like when you do crank them, and then they still have a little juice in them, you have to like shake them or something uh-huh. to make it happen. Yeah. Like even if it wasn't cranked, it would still have something to be Something had to nudge it. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. She'll be working in her office and we'll hear the little tune of one of the snow clubs playing on its own. There should be no reason for this to happen since you have to wind them up to get them to play. Uh, then she tells me that the, just the other day she was cleaning the kitchen and saw a flash out of the corner of her eye. So she looks over to the shelf and sees the Nightmare Before Christmas snow globes blinking and flashing on their own. Oh. The snow globe's lights have not worked in years. Oh. She said the lights were also not flashing in a way that they're supposed to. So even if, like, it had juice all of a sudden, like it shouldn't have been blinking like that. It was, like, like erratic or something? She then way too casually said she wonders if the shadow man became attached to them since <laughs> they used to be in his room at our old house. Anyway, this has currently been fueling my nightmares, and I had to share with you both so you can get goose camp just like I did. I literally have goosebumps right now. Give my love to all fur babies and petrified fruits. Warm regards, Ash. Gross. Wow. You know what I started thinking about? What? She said um, her mom saw something out of the corner of her eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Is it RJ? It so dumb. No, but I like, so I like never wear my hair down. Not really. And was it- every so often I'll wear my hair down and I'll be like doing something like getting something out of the fridge or like cleaning or whatever. And a piece of hair will like fall from behind my ear and just freak you out i get so scared (laughs) (laughs) it makes me feel really dumb ash maybe tell your mom it might just be her hair that's making us it's definitely not my point was there are things (laughs) to actually be scared of and i'm sitting over here like getting spooked by a piece of my hair do you remember there was a while ago where i was staying up i was like pulling several all-nighters in a row and i was like losing sleep i was prepping for the tour i think i started like seeing things yeah i mean this you kind of go kooky a little bit uh, well I, like I, once a year when I, you do that <laughs> there was i we were prepping for the tour yeah so it must have been a while ago now but i remember i was doing a lot of all-nighters all at once and i started seeing things from the corner of my eye and i 
started seeing them so often I was getting comfortable with it where I was like, oh, I'm not going to even look. That was just a, that was just my brain pretending a person That's walked just by. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm wondering, I was like, was it, were the ghosts just getting, because I was so vulnerable, was I seeing things or was I hallucinating? Anyway, I started ignoring every time I thought I saw something walk by and then all of a sudden Allison actually walked by and like leaned over <laughs> to like give me a kiss on the head and I went, Wah! <laughs> anyway, we're, we're jumpy people. If thinking about salsa in a variety of delicious flavors and heat levels makes your mouth water, you need to check out Green Mountain Gringo and make sure to turn the jar around and take a look at its clean backside, a list of its all natural ingredients. Of course, that's what I meant, of course. And all their products are preservative free too. With the medium salsa, you get hearty chunks of tomatoes, tomatillos, peppers, and onions in every scoop. I'm reading the ad and my mouth is watering. Uh, anyway, the hot salsa brings flavorful heat to every meal with each bite containing jalapenos, serrano peppers, and other savory herbs. Plus, they've got a hot sauce with a tangy, spicy flavor that enhances the simplest of meals. It's perfect for avocado egg toast or tacos. I sort of feel like they're reading my mind because I put salsa on almost everything, but specifically, I use their salsa. I use usually the medium salsa and then uh, also the hot sauce on my avocado egg toast. And I don't know how the script knew that maybe everybody eats this but i always make toast with avocado and then i put scrambled eggs on top and i put salsa i can't eat it without salsa and the green mountain gringo is always there for me in the fridge because it really adds to i mean any meal if you're me but definitely the eggs avocado toast situation visit greenmountaingringo.com and start shopping use the store locator to find green mountain gringo products get inspiration for recipes and purchase products using promo code podcast 24 for 20 percent off that's promo code podcast 24 and don't forget to check out their backside <laughs> is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer Maybe your child is too shy to ask questions in front of the entire class, but they can get extra help and positive feedback with IXL Learning. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. This program will improve your kids' grades. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. From studies done in almost every state in the country, the kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. And one subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make, and a month of IXL costs less than an hour of tutoring. Additionally, IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And then that's why we drink listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash drink. Visit IXL.com slash drink to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This is from, I'm sorry, this is amazing. This is from someone named Rat who uses they, them pronouns. Coolest, most badass thing in the whole world. Tap, tap. (laughs) That's that's what Rat's grandma calls them. (laughs) (laughs) that's a great name okay uh and the subject is a murderer rudely asked to ask me to borrow my phone Ooh, rudely this This is mine right oh it's yours i'm so sorry sorry i saw a rat and got so stoked i was like this is gonna be a good one i think that's it's a double it's a double whammy in terms of i respect the absolute 
hell out of rat immediately. Mm-hmm. A baby mm-hmm. with the name of an animal? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every time. All right. Hello, ATWWD team. I hope you're all good, and I want to say congrats to Christine, Blaze, and all of the Funkles and the newest addition to the family. Sorry, I stumbled over that a little bit because I wasn't congratulated, <laughs> but <laughs> here we are again a month oh. later. <laughs> <laughs> to make this about me again <laughs> soon you know they're going to be talking about the mench on the bench and the, they're just not going to say hi to you they'll just say hi to every other inanimate object <laughs> all right this is a story that caused me a lot of anxiety and still can fuck me up from time to time but i want to start by saying that i'm doing better than ever right now and that i have been thinking about sharing this story as part of my recovery for a long time mm. And now I have figured it was time to get it all off my chest. Okay. During the COVID-19 lockdown, I moved back in with my parents while continuing uni online. In a desperate attempt to take care of my mental health and not lose my goddamn mind, I got into the habit of going for a walk around the neighborhood every evening. Me too. That's true. Turns out I would have been better off just rotting in my room. Oh, Oh, rat. (laughs) Oh, no. (sighs) One evening in early spring, still snowy and cold where I live, there's the snow. I see it. I was out on my usual walk that goes out of my parents' neighborhood, through some woods along a small path, and back around into the neighborhood. Just as I came out of the wooded area, a man came toward me on the path. Nothing unusual about this. A lot of people go for walks in these woods. However, he was wearing a face mask, which could have been... Just, just because of COVID, but why would he wear it out for a walk? Well, okay. I remember it depends on how early into COVID this was. Because I remember seeing people like in their own cars wearing masks. They're, everyone just didn't know. I don't know. I'm assuming Rat knows more than I do about what's going on. So Okay. Well, the next piece of this is definitely more unusual because it's plastic gloves. <laughs> okay. You're <laughs> right. Not, not me. <laughs> um, and shorts in the piss cold and snow. Okay. Yeah. This seems off. <laughs> Seems not great. The wardrobe is eccentric. Questionable. As they would say. (laughs) I decided to power walk past him and look away as my anxious ass would do in any other situation. Okay, also, same. Mm -hmm. But when he came up to me, he looked straight at me and said, I need to borrow your phone. (sighs) Now, this was strange for a couple of different reasons. First, why would anyone stop to talk to anyone on such a snowy cold night? Mm-hmm. Secondly, why would he say it like that without even the pretense of being polite? Um, also, side note too, to go back to like, oh, maybe he was wearing a mask because of COVID. It's like, mm, okay, but like now he's asking to like hold your phone and press it against his face. So like with his plastic gloves. With his plastic, yeah. So that that's that's immediately out the window. Yeah. Yes. Next. Sorry. I was startled and responded with a smooth, huh? It's exactly what I would have done. Wow, yeah. so far this sounds very much like me. I need to use your phone, he repeated. Surprised and incredulous, I responded with a chuckle and, why? Oh, right. That would be something <laughs> you said too. It makes sense. Why on earth do you need to touch my phone? What he said next made me realize that this was going to get way worse than just an awkward conversation with a stranger. <clears throat> you have to call the police. I've done something illegal. <gasps> Okay. I wouldn't even know what to do. I would be stunned. I also don't know what I would do. Because, like, what do you do? You just run? Or do you say, okay, but can you, like, stay over there? Because, like, the pandemic. I try to make it about the pandemic instead of, like, you did something illegal. (laughs) You know? (laughs) 
I'd be like, mm, germs. <laughs> anyway, okay. I'm scared of your germs, I promise. Not you. <laughs> yeah, I would not know what to do. I would be so jaw-dropped. I obviously didn't want to hand my phone over to a strange man on a dark, cold path. Who just admitted he did something illegal and needs to call the police. On the other hand, I didn't want to make him angry. Mm-hmm. When faced with the fight or flight decision, I chose neither and responded with the frozen, I'm yep. sorry, what did you say? Did you know that there's, it's supposedly fight, flight, and freeze? Mm-hmm. There's a fourth one, too. I don't know what it, I don't remember what it is. There is a fourth one, though. It's also an F. I used to think it was really funny. I still do sometimes to scare my sister because she is a freezer. just drop to the ground. Like fainting goat situation. Yeah, exactly. I also, I'm, I'm also a freeze person. And I, luckily we've discussed this, that I, we're different. Like I, I'm freeze and you actually do something about it. So good to know. Um, I get very angry. Yeah. <laughs> Allison's like straight up like been willing to fight people. <laughs> I never could, couldn't even imagine. That just wouldn't even be in my realm of, of possibilities. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Can't but I would have frozen. It. I totally am with you on that. But, but I think you would have frozen too in that situation. I don't think I would have fought. I think it's worse because if the options are usually fight or flight, this doesn't, it's so far like fighting. It's like there there hasn't been like a, a, a an overt like move to like hurt you. Or yeah. Like something directly you. to you hasn't happened yet it's that would cause like, you to fight. And therefore that, that's like taken away from you as an option. It's that thing that's like you're just in a socially uncomfortable situation and you're like, where is the line? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So, I'm sorry, what did you say? He didn't respond. Instead, he threw something heavy into the woods to my left, which clattered against the trees, then turned around and abruptly ran back the way he came. <laughs> oh, like he was doing it as like, 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 look that way while I run. I think. Oh, I was thinking like getting rid of some evidence. Oh, it could be either. Although you wouldn't want it. You wouldn't think you'd do that in front of somebody else. Here it is. Go get it. <laughs> you know, I think I mean, it was probably this like. person's like not stable. Sure. But it does. And also I'm, I'm wondering what the woods look like. Because if you're like trying to like direct attention somewhere so you can get away. But you're in like the vast open wood. Like you're not running far enough that he can't. They can't just turn around. And see I you. feel like if you're trying to distract somebody and you, it's just the two of you and you're facing each other, throwing something into the woods is just going to be like, why did you do that? I know. I don't know. It's all really weird. I would be so jarred. I would be so it's, jarred. It's, the whole thing's very jarring. So, okay. When I tell this story, this is usually the part where people ask me if I'm stupid because I decided to follow him. Okay. <laughs> this is where it veers wildly off path from what I would have done because I would not have done that. In my own self-defense, I want to say that the alternative would have been turning around and walking 20 minutes through the dark woods, which seems super scary. Okay. At least in the area he was headed to, there would be streetlights and more people. Okay. I mean, there's really no right thing to do when you're in yeah. the middle of the woods with someone who is admittedly a criminal. You, my first reaction was I would have stayed exactly where I was and called the police because if mm -hmm. he did throw some piece of evidence into the woods, then I could at least tell them where it was. But then if you're standing there in the woods alone, like you're, what if he comes then you're back? standing in the woods alone. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what the right thing to do would be. I will say there's a fun little app called noon, which everyone should get, which is like a, you hold the button down and I got distracted because you put your arm around me. 
<laughs> uh, there's an app called Noon where you uh, <laughs> you hold the button. It's like a panic button, and then when you release it, you have like five seconds to type in a password, and the police won't come. It's like a, it's but like, if you don't type in the password, but if you don't type in the password, come. the police will be like, "Oh, you." The phone has been ripped away from you and you're in a dangerous situation and we are, you have been geolocated and we're coming. So I would, I have that on my phone. So if you're ever in a dangerous area or you feel like you're in danger in some way, you just hold the button until you feel safe. I would, having that app, I would have done that in the woods, I think. That's what I, I would guess, have done. But it does take a lot of like presence of mind to be like oh i'm gonna go pull out my phone that this guy's asking for open the app and then like hold the button down i know while we talk i know i i know i i'm thinking with my rational brain but it, it, my fear brain would have probably just collapsed onto the ground i'm not sure what maybe your happened. fear brain would have like thrown the phone into the woods and then run away <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> anyway okay so as i came out of the woods i saw him getting in a car that was parked in a parking lot belonging to the closest group of houses he drove off very quickly right past me. The car was chock full of plastic garbage bags, so much that I remember thinking that there was no way he could see through the back windshield. What a weird dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what this subject line should have been. <laughs> That's when dude. I heard a woman scream. It was a loud, crying, shocked scream. I turned around toward the houses and saw that one of the front doors was open. A group of people were standing around, and I heard the woman crying in there. Mm. I had to walk past this group of houses as well to get home. So asking myself if I should just go back into the woods and sleep there, no. I walked up to the group standing by the open door. I asked what had happened. The man who stood there was in complete shock and just told me, he shot his father. <clears throat> he shot his father. I couldn't believe it. For reference, it is illegal to own a gun where I live, and up to that point, there hadn't been a single shooting in almost a year. It seemed unfathomable that it would happen in the neighborhood I grew up in, just 10 minutes away from my parents' house. Oh, my God. The man at the front door asked me to run up the road and open the gate for the ambulance. I did as he asked. Soon, two ambulances and many police cars were crowding up the road. They brought the screaming woman out of the house, and soon they brought the body out as well. I didn't know yet, but he was dead. At that point, I believed they would be able to save him. The police started questioning the people standing around. At this point, most of the neighbors were also out discussing the event. Many of them had heard gunshots. One of the guys standing there told everyone who would listen that he had seen a man with a mask and a gun walk off toward the woods, and he pointed toward the path I'd come from. Mm. That's when it hit me. That's? Well, I guess it's shock. I would have been like, I don't know, that whole thing was weird. So it's just a weird it's night just, in this town. Wow. I mean, I guess like you never know until you're in this situation. The heavy thing the guy had thrown away while I was talking to him, <gasps> it was the gun. While I was refusing to hand over my phone on a dark abandoned path in the woods, he was holding the gun he had just used to kill a man. Jesus. Oh Honestly, God. like I'm so surprised he didn't use the gun again. He threw it instead of used it on a witness in the woods or something like how quickly it could have been a different story. Yeah. Wow. Not to, like, give this person more trauma. Well, they have to think about this for the rest of the time. But, like, I mean, like... I'm sure this is not the first time that they've thought about it. Sure. Yeah. But can you imagine a gun being thrown next to you that was evidence of a murder? And, like, you're by yourself in the woods with that person? Oh, my gosh. That... Very scary. Ooh. Needless to say, I was very scared that night. 
After being questioned by the police about him, his car, and what they looked like, I went home, knowing full well that he had driven off and that I was the last person he talked to face to face. Luckily, they stopped him in a traffic control the day after. Oh, he admitted everything and was arrested without resisting. He had shot and killed a prominent lawyer in front of his partner. Oh. He tried to shoot her too, but failed. Apparently, this was during a psychotic episode. He's currently receiving forced mental health care and has admitted guilt. All of this I found out the following week reading the news. Oof. Wow. What a story. Thank you for reading all of this. It has been hard for me to work through this, and I'm happy to have an opportunity to write it all out like this. I still think a lot about the poor woman who watched her partner being shot by his own son right in front of her. Wow. I really hope she's doing all right. Me too. Jeez. That's a, that's a deep, it's a dark story. Yeah. That's terrible. Um, they did add some sources to verify the story, which most people nice. don't do. That's nice. Um, oh, and translated it. Wow. Mother of Killer says his biggest problem isn't that he shot someone, it's that he's sick and needs help. That's the title of the uh, the article. Wow. Thank you all so much for this podcast. I cannot describe how much it has helped me through 2020, 2021. Much love. Rat. Yes. Oh, it's a fake name. At, all the way to the <laughs> end, man. Rat. I mean, I understand obviously now why you would want a fake name here, but wow, I really was... Playing with our hearts. If you're a baby and thinking of a name change, I think Rat's the way to go. Such a cool name. It really depends on what kind of vibe you're going for. Rat is a very, like, specific type of baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've got one last story. This is from Melanie. Uh, we don't know Melanie's pronouns. Melanie, 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 Melanie. Okay. It's okay. We'll still, we'll still give you the chance, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> like we have a choice. Eva was like, this is it. No. You have what you have. I'm sure. I'm sure it was, it was probably done through. Um, we usually encourage people to send in stories through our website because there's a prompt for your pronouns versus email. So this is probably an email one. Okay. Melanie says, oh, it just says listener story. I like Melanie's style. Melanie's just like to the point. <laughs> Melanie's like, we know what this is. This is my name. This is my story. Melanie says, hi, guys. My sisters and I love your podcast. They introduced me to it. Shout out to Daniela and Andrea. Uh, I have two paranormal stories to tell. I hope you like them. As the wise M usually says, let's crack into it. Wait a minute. I'm liking Melanie more and more as time goes on. So wise. That's how I describe you. Okay. Mean. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. So story number one my sister's cousin and i were in the pocono mountains in pennsylvania for a bachelorette weekend we were walking downtown and found ourselves in an antique shop and there was a section on the third floor of the shop with haunted dolls for sale we spoke to the woman who cares for them and she was giving us information about them she was explaining how each child died and which doll they became what (laughs) sorry i'm gonna need like i'm gonna need you to slowly bring me into that I don't know if you know this about <laughs> Melanie yet, but there's no slow roll. <laughs> Melanie is to the point. Melanie's like, I can't keep it in much longer. <laughs> also, please give me the name of this antique store so I know exactly where to go next time in the Poconos. Uh, the, oh, the stories were so heartbreaking. Okay, well, now, well, we've, now well, we've shifted sorry. the tune. Okay. okay. One child was killed and thrown into a ditch. Where did these children come from? Did I miss a sentence? 
There was a section no. on the third floor. That is just that jarring. Okay. We spoke to the woman who cares for these dolls and she was giving us information about them. She was explaining how each child died and which doll they became. So she just came up with backstories for the dolls or does this woman think they really were children and their spirits went into dolls? I don't know, but Melanie is explaining this as if it's fact. Okay. I'm going to look. Like, Melanie has. That's where dolls come from. Children die. They become dolls. Okay. Well, and that's what we're rolling with here. Um, one child was thrown into a ditch. One child was beaten and killed by his parents. Jeez. I hope it's not fact. This storekeeper, if if they are the ones that conjured up these backstories, really has a lot of dark stuff going on. It sounds like those like old German fairy tales, like the dark mm. versions of the ones we know. Yes. Where all of the parents are like, we didn't have enough money, so we let our children die. Right, you yeah. Know? Or like yeah. things like that. The list goes on. While we were hearing these stories, I got this wave of sadness that overcame me and I got really heavy. I burst into tears and couldn't stop. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I feel this way while typing this story out even. The woman talking about the dolls told me they could have been an angel's touch. However, I don't know if it felt happy. I think it was the energy from the dolls making me feel their sadness. I asked her to sage me and get rid of any negative energy just in case because I'm not trying to be possessed, if you know what I mean. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> this woman does not have very good business sense when it comes to selling dolls. <laughs> Certainly not. I mean, I also, I respect the heart of like, if you're going to take home this doll, you need to know how tragically it died yeah you need to know how to love it properly and care for it so i'm gonna tell you the harsh truth now but also like as a as a doll seller it feels like you're the pitch needs to change a little bit you know (laughs) (laughs) like don't lead with that Hmm. i don't know where to go from there because i fuck for all i know that's like a person someone really real believes that and then on top of that melanie really felt it so i don't want to like judge the story but i i would like to have a personal experience with this doll storekeeper just so i know better what's going on because that story was way too concise melanie i feel like there was a lot (laughs) i have a lot of questions that i i'm never gonna get the answer it seems uh okay the second story of melanie's We grew up on a Christmas tree farm in Somerset, New Jersey. Before my parents bought the house, it was disclosed that the owner passed away in the first bedroom on the second floor and then became a doll. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. His name was Mr. Carlson. Throughout our time there, my sisters and I would always see a white cloudy figure from the corner of our eyes, especially on the second floor. Sometimes you would hear the floorboards upstairs creak, even though no one was upstairs. Items would be moved, the chandelier and our kitchen would sway sometimes, and one time we were all downstairs when we heard a huge crash coming from upstairs. We checked the bathroom, and all the shampoo, conditioner, soaps had all fallen. We had never had bad feelings towards Mr. Carlson, and his presence was never harmful. We kept in contact with his wife after he sold the house to us, and a few years ago we found out that she passed away. All the paranormal things in the house completely stopped, and we think Mr. Carlson was waiting for his wife to move on. Oh, and that's Melanie from New Jersey. I like that he was a white, cloudy figure. I don't know how true this is, but I've I've been told that if a figure is white, it's safe, and if it's dark, it's not safe. But I, I feel like that's probably not true and has some weird history behind why we would think that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I although just I, imagine it sort of like 
Well, I mean, I think maybe I'm prompted because uh, of the Christmas tree farm. But I just mm. had like Santa Claus and a big old beard in mine. Oh, big you just beard. think it's just the ghost of Santa's beard. Maybe it's just the beard. <laughs> Mr. Carlson's beard. I will say anytime. I, I mean, I've seen prob- a handful of white cloudy figures and I've felt safe next to every one of them. I just, again, don't know if I'm prompted because of what I've heard. But I, I like to think now they're all just Santa's beard. Just checking in to make sure I've been good or bad, you know? <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much, Melanie. And thank you to everyone who sent in stories this month. I hope this was the last one of 21, 2021. Whoa. Whoa. So next time we see you, it'll be the first day of a new year. Uh, I am not even going to attempt to guess how that year is going to go because the last time we did, no, I think the last time we said like, Oh, 2020 is going to be our year. And then COVID hit. I like, I think whatever you want, say the opposite. (laughs) No, because that's what I believe. It's a good idea, but I also fear that this will be the time I'm actually manifesting. (laughs) Say something really neutral. It'll be fine. 2022 will be a year. (laughs) Things will happen. Other things will not happen. There will be. But it will be a year. People will have emotions. People will do things. And that's what I, who could expect more or less of that? Not me. (laughs) That Um, sounds about right. Thank you. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Thank you for um, being here. Thank And also thank you. I just want to shout the mention on the bench again, because we haven't had an appearance since the beginning of this episode. Thank you to everyone who's ever sent me a mention on the bench. I mentioned mentioned them once, and then a slew of people sent me mentions on benches. So I am very grateful for that. I don't want to seem like I'm not, but um, you're going to have a whole bench full of mentions on benches. I've got at this point like just benches on benches with mentions on mentions, and yeah, it's just a lot. So um, (laughs) whoa, whoa, that sounds rowdy. Uh, um anyway thank you everybody who sent in stories if you uh would like to send in your own stories you can do that on our website and i guess have a a great december a great christmas yeah i hope everyone had a good thanksgiving of december and all that that means to you as neutral as we can be most Mm -hmm. awesome and we'll see you next month in 2022 Woohoo! and that's why we Drink. <laughs> I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes.